Have you ever noticed that this time of year, the moon is very calling to us? It's very big, and October 19th, 20th, and 21st of 2021 is uh, a full moon. It's gorgeous, it's bright, it's big, it's orange. And uh, it actually has quite a bit of power to it. It um, is called the hunter's moon, and rightly so. Um, but it also brings about a lot of interesting uh, feelings and spiritual meanings behind it. And it's the time of year where we can focus on our internal work and our self-reflection. It begins the darkest half of the year. So sometimes we welcome that darkness and sometimes we push it away. And oftentimes it's uh, the idea that winter is coming and that things around us are all perishing. And so it's an opportunity for us to let a portion of ourselves pass on uh, and die. And that can be a very, very scary, scary sentence for a lot of people. And so if this meditation or this podcast today is quite triggering, please feel free to turn it down and turn it off. But I'd like you to consider the idea that during this time of year, it's an amazing time of us to let go of who we were in 2021. It's the beginning of our shedding this life that um, we had during this year. And as the snow becomes more and more prevalent and the days become more and more darker, this particular full moon, the hunter's moon, gives us the opportunity to be the hunted or the hunter. So I ask now that we take away um, from this meditation, which is called a, a death awareness meditation. And it may be used in different areas throughout your life, but particularly I like to do it in this time of year. It's uh, the time of year when we're most connected to the fact that things are ending and the year is coming to an end. What we set out to do back in January may have happened and may not have happened. Either way, it's okay. But it's an opportunity for us to clear away anything that anchors us to a negative level. And it takes us to a spiritual place. The idea that death is um, inevitable is really powerful. And in your lifetime, you may die several times. Um, not in the actual sense, but in the spiritual sense. Uh, some of us um, were married and now are not. Some of us had children and now we don't. Some of us had parents and now we don't. Some of us had certain friends and now we don't. And if you look at the things that have happened in 2021, there's a huge shift of change that has happened. Um, the world that once was is no longer and it is an opportunity for us to really connect to where we need to be in order to be who we want to be. And I always find that when we do these death meditations, there is the opportunity for people to um, go through a plethora of emotions. So some housekeeping rules, you definitely want to listen to this with a grain of salt. Again, if you find it triggering, do shut it off. 
And you want to make sure that you are undisturbed for about the next 15 to 20 minutes. And then after this, you definitely want to let yourself go for a walk. Give yourself a time to reflect, meditate, uh, reflect on your meditation. And maybe journal. Maybe journal and see what comes up for you. If you're not a big journal, journal Earl, <laughs> um, really let yourself just kind of sort of coast through the emotions that you might feel. This is a meditation that you can do uh, sitting up or lying down. Um, but you want to be in a place where you can let your mind settle and really just let go into the present moment. Let go of the, any thoughts of the future, of the past, and try to keep your mind on the topic. And the topic is death. When your mind is calm and in a more settled place, we have the opportunity to create a positive motivation for, for meditation. And even though this meditation is heavy, it um, definitely gives about a greater peace in the end and a greater happiness. Um, this meditation is very enlightening. It really allows us to free ourselves of the suffering that we think we are currently in. So one of the main things you really want to think about is just letting your breath sort of settle in and out. And the simple fact that you are breathing is very amazing. You want to allow your breath to come in and fade out and focus on that. Hold the feeling of concentration as long as you can in the breath and always letting yourself come back to your breath. No matter what is going on into your mind, always remind yourself to come back to the in and to the out. As we settle into our hunter moon, we recognize that this is the time to gather. And this is the time to accept what we have gathered. It's almost a time for us to recognize that things have sort of run out. We've run out of time for this year. And that may, that sentence may provoke feelings of anxiousness and worry, even fear. And there's a lot of time when we do these death meditations, these emotions will come up and quickly stay there and quickly dissolve. dissolve. And the biggest thing is, is when we think about death, we think about the people that we're leaving behind. And the thing is, is everybody does die. It definitely brings to mind people who you love, People who have walked the earth, philosophers, saints, scientists, criminals, ordinary people. People you remember hearing about or you loved, fought with. People you enjoyed life with. People you suffered with. And one day, they die. And death doesn't have to be such a scary place. It's the death and rebirth. So at this time, I want you to think about yourself. You were born into this earth. And just as you were born, you will leave. No matter how wise you are, no matter how wealthy you are, how strong or powerful, 
how loved or popular you are, your life will come to an end. And in this particular moment in time, as we lay here and meditate and remember that this meditation is derived from the idea of letting go of one's was. And no one can prevent death. No one has been able to cure death. No one can ever change the fact that we will one day die. So I want you to now bring your mind to people that you know that have already died. And I want you to think of these people and remember how they were when they were alive. And I want you to think of these people when you realize that they have died. And know that you will die. Recognize that there are several billion people on the planet of Earth. And for the next hundred years, these same people may be around. However, these same people may not be around. And I want you to envision yourself now. Remember that you, yourself, will too die. And remember that there will be people around you, mourning you, remembering you as who you were. And I want you to remember that your time on earth never stands still. It's continuously passing. Just like the season, the spring, the summer, the fall, which we're in. And now the winter coming. And these two, two periods of fall and winter, the death of everything, the darkness of everything, and the stillness of everything. And remember that these seconds become minutes. And minutes become hours. And hours become days. And days become years and years become decades, and decades will pass. And in this way, time is always moving. And regardless of how fast you run or how slow you run, we are always traveling closer and closer and closer to death. Our time here on earth is valuable. And if you can imagine an hourglass, and watching the sun, the sand run through it. And every grain of sand is like a moment in your life. And depending on how you allow yourself the opportunity to live within that one single grain of sand and remember that the experiences around you will constantly flow because you cannot stop the flow of time. And remember that you cannot slow down time. 
can imagine being on a train and the train is always moving at a steady pace and each time it maybe stops at a station and picks up a new moment and drops you to the next destination. And it's up to you if you want to stay remaining in this one particular place or if you want to get on the train and continue to follow this uh, destination in life. But regardless of whether you stay at the station or get on the train, life will end. And perhaps at this moment in time, if you can recognize that as you're here, in this moment, you realize that you may be stuck simply in a moment. Maybe you're stuck in a time where you are hungry for more but don't know how to get more. Maybe you're stuck in the time of of a martyr or a victim or the giver expecting to receive. However and whatever place you're in, if you were to pass away in this very moment and be able to look down at yourself and ask yourself, did you enjoy that train station? Did you enjoy that moment in your life? Did you do everything that you can? And because we're getting closer and closer to death all the time, it's extremely important for us to prepare for it. But it's also extremely important for us to understand that we may die several times in our life. And every time that we die, there is a rebirthing. So I guess at some moment you can ask yourself, if what you're practicing in this particular life is the best practice for you. And practicing to prepare for death is an extremely spiritual practice. Because the only thing that continues after death is the mind. It's the soul, it's the spirit. I ask you now how much time you actually devote to your spiritual practice. Ask your mind how much anger you have, how much resentment you have, how much attachment you have, how much positive aspects you have. Are you kind? Are you wise? How is your behavior beneficial to others and to yourself? And if you can calculate in a very brief moment here, on average, how many times a day you stay in a place of frustration, boredom, anger, resentment, laziness, or criticalness. How much time a day you spend sleeping. How many hours you worked. How many days and months and years you spent preparing for food or socializing, feeling resentful. How much time did you spend on yourself trying to consciously improve your state of mind? Maybe doing things beneficial for others, for yourself? Did you spend a lot of time in your spiritual study or mindfulness? Did you stop and enjoy your life? Did you actually say yes to the things you want to do and no to the things you don't? 
And if you answer these answers or questions, honestly, when you look at yourself this way, you see that there's a practical time of day, months, years, hours, where you're truly beneficial to yourself. And in this moment, right now, as you say goodbye to who you once were, the person you were before you even began this meditation, you can ask yourself, am I willing to let this person go and be reborn into a life and what would I change? What could I change? You don't know when you're going to pass away. You don't know when you're going to die. Death may not happen for a very long time. It might happen right away. Why do we think this way? You don't know when death can be. And so in the time that you do have, recognizing that currently you have the opportunity to act more authentically, say more, do more, be more. Because a human life is unexpected. Our life expectancy is very uncertain. And right now, in the stages that you're in, Wherever you are, you have the opportunity in where you are to regenerate. To think back about what it is that you certain can do. There are healthy people that die quickly before their time. There are the most healthiest people in the world that get terminal cancer. And we can hope to live to 100 years old, but we might die today, tomorrow. Death is a very unpredictable thing, and that's why it's so important to live in the center, in the current place that you're in. And to really ask yourself, as you remember the sand draining from the hourglass, Is it really worth hanging on to this moment? Or can I let this moment pass by? Can I change my reaction? Can I answer myself? Can I do what makes me feel good without judgment, without worry, without fear? Because there's so many causes of death. External causes, natural disasters, earthquakes, floods, car accidents, plane crashes, people being killed by other people, terrorist attacks, poisonous animals, insects, food gone bad. We can have an internal death, something growing inside of us that we didn't even know. And then by the time we find this out, we we wish we could change the things that we could change. So I ask you now to remember that our bodies are fragile, are vulnerable, but our mind 
our mind can help us live a better life in the current moment that we have. The beauty that you are doing this meditation in order to let go of what does not serve you and recognize that our mind can change us. We can be given a second opportunity, a third opportunity, a fourth opportunity. We can change our patterns that we're living in right now in order to grow into a stronger, healthier, wealthier, powerful, more happy place. We can choose to let go of the negative feelings, the said, the done. We can change into a positive imprint. We can be reborn into something and end our suffering. We can end our unresolved conflicts. We can find stages of faith. We can find stages where we're not attached, where we're calm, we're accepting of the exchange that's taking place. We're accepting of the idea that our own loving kindness, our own compassion, our own patience, our own wisdom, our own state of being, our own state of Dharma, our own state of cultivating, of harvesting, this opportunity should give you incentive, should give you energy. And to come back to this practice as often as possible because it really helps you to set into place the fact that you do still have time. And the person that laid down or began this meditation changes. has changed. Recognize the simple fact that you still can breathe. You still can feel. You can let go of the things that you feel you possess. The worry of not having enough property or money and can enjoy more nature, your family, the things you do have instead of always worrying about what you need, what you think you need. You have this gift right now in this very moment in time to recognize that who you were, who you currently are, and who you are going to be after this meditation are three different people. And you can choose to stay in the place that you were once. You can choose to use this opportunity to rebuild, reborn. To come back to those positions and places of things that you are ready to release. And this meditation is so important because it reduces our need for attachment to the things in our life like our friends or our family, relinquishes our sense of control, our need for possessions. And we can realize how important it is to take care of our mind. 
so that we can take our mind into the next stages of life, so that we can decrease our states of anger, animosity, resentment, and we can replace these by cultivating positive qualities like love, kindness, faith, patience, wisdom, acceptance. And now, as we begin to find our breath back in and out and in and out, we may have realized that we have gone through stages of sadness, stages of fear, but we've also gone through stages of hope and faith. And it's important to allow yourself to come back to a positive place. Because you have every single moment in life left to change, to do, to ask, to answer. You have a gorgeous amount of energy left inside of your body. Even after today, you can still look into the sun and watch that harvest hunting moon. You can stay up and watch the stars. You can hug your partner a little bit longer. You can love your children a bit deeper. You can love yourself more. You can drink water a little bit slower. You can eat food with a better enjoyment. You can deep breathe that beautiful, gorgeous air. And you can let go. Because you know at the end of the day, the deadlines and the bills and the worries and the stresses don't really matter. And that is what the merit of this meditation is. It's beneficial. It's meant for you to remember that this moment in time is exactly where you need to be. This moment in time is the place where you can truly, truly allow yourself the opportunity to heal, to give yourself this beautiful moment of peace, of healing, of inspiration. And that the person that you were and the person that you are are two completely different people. And you have begun this beautiful stage of life ready ready to heal, ready to grow, ready to do, ready to successfully complete your tasks that you set out to do because you know why you're alive. You're alive and you're at peace. Taking a few minutes to allow this meditation to wash through you and allow yourself to come back. Come back to this beautiful planet Earth with this gorgeous hunter moon and the stage of October, the fall, the stage of transformation, and this place that you are. Allow yourself to feel the cushiness of the ground, of the, of the pillows that you're resting on, and to allow yourself to feel the gentleness of the inhales and the exhales, and to stretch and wiggle your fingers and toes, and to feel yourself. And as you open your eyes, remember that you are alive. And you are loved. 
and you are safe and you are new. So set forth your intention for the rest of the week, rest of the month, rest of the day to do what you need to do in order to find yourself as successful and as grounded and as healed and as authentic as you truly are. And I know this meditation can be very challenging and, and difficult, but come back to it often because it gives you a renewed sense of love for yourself, for who you truly are, a gorgeous entity that walks the earth and has time. Thank you for joining me here on the Canadian Shaman, and I hope you found this meditation to be enlightening and fulfilling and deep. I bless you all and look forward to hearing your opinions and thoughts. Remember to join the Facebook group, This is a Space to Heal, and you can find me at the Canadian Shaman Podcast on most channels as well to contact me. You can look up Karina and Poss. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your moment. Enjoy your life. And enjoy October.